Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. It's not surprising that podcasters new and established want the best. But when they embark on successful paths blazed by others, they're often disappointed with their own results. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Are you staying too safe with your podcast? As we mature and we grow as an industry, I don't mean us individuals, although sure, that too. But as the industry grows and matures, it's quite natural that we, the podcasters making the content, want more. We want to do something different. We want to move from where we're at right now to where we're somewhere else. And moving states is oftentimes rather scary. I don't mean U.S. states. I mean states of being, right? So like growing your show or changing your format or starting a brand new show, maybe. Perhaps just doubling down and recommitting yourself to the craft of podcasting. So there's lots you can do, lots you don't know about, so you should stick with known entities before making these changes, right? Or or when making these changes. Well, maybe, but I'm here to counsel and offer a contrarian opinion that says perhaps, perhaps no. Perhaps it isn't all about the known entities here. Because here's a reality that many have found out. Big-name guests will not make your show popular. I mean, they can. They certainly can help boost your audience, especially if it is set up in a way for them to easily share your content, and they want to share your content. But having a great big-name guest on isn't necessarily going to be the thing that makes your show popular. In fact, I would posit to you that if that's what you're relying on, not going to happen. If you start a TikTok because everyone's on TikTok or you finally get on Instagram because that's where the things are right now, or maybe a brand new clubhouse and go talk about your podcasting, that's not a guaranteed path to making it popular. I know those platforms are popular. That doesn't mean your show is going to be popular on them. If you follow the formulas laid out by some podcasting superstar, that's not guaranteed to make your show popular. Yes, I know it worked for them. And yes, I know you spent a lot of money on that course, but that doesn't necessarily mean it works for you. And I know lots of people bought that course, but still, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. If you buy the same mic I have, if you buy the same audio interface I have, or you buy any other tech that some big podcasting superstar recommends, that's not going to make your show popular. It's not. I mean, what does make your show popular? Well, lots of different things, lots of different things that work in conjunction. 
Lots of things that each podcaster or a, podcast de- a podcasting team does collectively is what makes a show popular. So if there's no guarantee that following those rules is going to make it popular, why not embrace the unknown a little bit? You don't if, if why not try to do something on a social media platform that you're excited about? Why not try that microphone that's been sitting in the corner that you haven't actually used in a long time? Why not bring people on you find interesting and can have good conversations with and don't worry so much about the size of their following? Embrace the unknown. You know what the best way to, to promote a podcast is? There isn't one. <laughs> There's no such thing as the best way to promote a podcast. Who's the best podcast media host? Doesn't exist. There are lots of great podcasting media hosts out there. Where's the best source for sound effects and music and other things you can use in your program? Doesn't exist. You know, and the reality is the reason it doesn't exist is because there are lots of good places, but there are places I don't know about. There are great places other people don't know about. We're making new things in the podcasting space. We don't know the things we don't know. So we should embrace the unknown. We should take risks and do what feels right to us as podcasters. Do what feels right to you. Now, having said all of that high and mighty pie in the sky stuff, of course, you should not ignore best practices. Don't do that because we have plenty of trodden ground out there that shows you exactly where the traps are. Don't fall into them. So don't just blindly stumble around. But at the same time, you don't have to follow the same paths. Those are good paths to go, but there are lots of ground you might see which has not yet been covered. Or maybe, maybe to stick with this tortured metaphor, maybe you have an idea to build a bridge over that trap. Go for it. Why not? We didn't try it. We tried something else. When we were doing it, it was all unknown. It's still a lot unknown out there. Embrace the unknown. Best practices are good to be aware of so you don't do dumb things, but they will leave room for lots of exploration on your own. Explore the unknown. The only way you're going to get through this and make something that is yours, that is uniquely yours, that is remarkable is if you are out there embracing the unknown and finding new ways forward. I want to listen to that. Now, if you like the things I said today, you want to give me a little bit of support, great. Buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. Lots of ways you can get people to support your show. That's just one. I happen to like buymeacoffee.com. So buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. And please tell one other podcaster you know, or someone maybe thinking about a podcast, ideally somebody who is podcasting, but maybe isn't taking it quite as seriously as they should. Send them this episode of Podcast Pontificians and say, here's a way, here's a way forward that you may not have thought of. That would be helpful. Now, that's it. So I shall be back tomorrow with yet another Podcast Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. 
Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.